Welcome to Naturally You, the podcast for vitalism. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Carlucci. Today's guest will be Dr. Nick Kuzminowski. Listen along. Awesome. So this is Dr. Kim Carlucci, and I am on the phone with Dr. Nick Kuzminowski from East to West Rejuvenation, correct? Correct. Okay, and right at the start, where can they find you on Instagram? Yeah, so best social media Instagram contact, uh, as Dr. Kim mentioned, is East T.O. West Rejuvenation. East to West Rejuvenation um, is our best contact and uh, following. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so uh, Dr. Nick, number one, I have heard the story before about how you were the best uh, or highest educated bartender around. So I'd like to know how you got into physical therapy. Yeah. So, uh, taking away back, um, just hit about the 10 year mark, been practicing as a doctor of physical therapy. Um, undergrad was, uh, at Penn state university. And as Dr. Kim mentioned, um, was tough to get into PT school, super competitive, uh, highly competitive programs. And, uh, after a few years of waiting tables, bartending, and still pursuing my passion uh, for physical therapy. Finally got into a great, fantastic PT school uh, at Rutgers University, locally in New Jersey. Um, Graduated about 10 years ago. And uh, the standing joke is uh, those few years uh, prior to getting into PT school and completing it finally um, was the highest educated bartender and waiter um, around in the North Jersey area. So... (laughs) Here we are uh, 10 years later, um, doing what, what I love and what we love, treating patients with different modalities and natural, holistic, non-surgical alternatives. Yes, yes. And that, of course, is what this podcast about is about. It's uh, about vitalism and giving the body what it needs to heal itself, really, the tools it needs. So I've worked with you, and some of the progress is awesome on a lot of the um, old diagnoses that I would typically have said, oh, there's not much that chiropractic could do for it. And then I've seen with you the the dramatic changes. And I'd like to discuss the uh, cupping technique and the uh, factor technique that you use, because I want you to explain how it helps the, the body to rejuvenate the affected areas, what you use it on, and um, what you think it helps the best with. Yeah, so cupping has been all the big talk in the last few years since Michael Phelps made it famous again um, and brought back the ancient Chinese modality of cupping. It's been around for thousands of years. Um, I was introduced to it a little more so actually with Dr. Kim. Um, So many chiropractors, many acupuncturists, some physical therapists are starting to apply the ancient effective modality of cupping. Um, and it's simple. It comes down to one simple keyword of blood flow. So if we could give our body the right blood flow to an affected area from stenosis to an ankle sprain to chronic low back stiffness, arthritis, you name it, um, cupping has been shown to be effective. Um, the medical research and research out there is not very strong. Um, but anecdotally or clinically, what I've seen in Dr. Kim can attest to when we see it, it works. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 
it's quite incredible because not only do patients report a dramatic improvement in pain, range of motion in one just one session during and after um, the problem, I guess, ironically, I kind of have with cupping is patients get too good too quick. Um, they really, really see some incredible results within days, if not weeks of um, treatment. And I'm talking chronic 10, 20 year low back pain, knee arthritis. Um, patients really get a significant improvement in um, function, mobility, and just overall outcomes and um, activities of daily living with it. So cupping can be used again in all ages. We've used it from pediatric uh, young athlete patients to uh, post-op knee replacement. Age is not a factor. Um, gender is definitely not a factor. Actually, typically uh, females or women tend to deal with uh, sometimes the discomfort or the pain of cupping at times a little better. So women tend to be stronger <laughs> in that aspect. I guess we're, uh, we're uh, meant to deal with pain of childbirth. <laughs> yes. Females definitely seem to have a tolerance a little higher. Just ironically, what I've seen on a side note um, with women be able to tolerate a little bit more because it is, can be slightly uncomfortable, but the art form of cupping, um, it's not necessarily always meant to hurt. Um, however, the more areas where you have pain or discomfort or you could tolerate the treatment, the more results and outcomes you'll get afterwards. So how we know diagnostically or therapeutically when we're on the right regions or areas, it is uncomfortable. And interesting enough, the cupping tells a story and the marks tell a story of what that patient is experiencing in that area. So simple way to explain cupping is uh, what I tell patients is it's a reverse massage pressure. So instead of applying a pressure with a traditional massage, cupping is a reverse pressure, it's which just, it's a pulling, right? It's a pulling sensation. And there's all different types of cupping from the cool traditional Chinese fire cupping to just simple silicone plastic, um, safer forms of cupping where we don't have to use fire um, for safety uh, aspects. But um, so that's kind of cupping in a nutshell. Um, now, the, so the as far as safety. Technique, now that was like, like for you using that technique, that was totally, um, you know, physical therapy. When you, when people think of physical therapy, even myself, I always think of the old standard uh, techniques where you're doing baseline treatments for uh, exercise type of or stretches for acute conditions. And um, the factor technique, I, I want you to talk more about that because you incorporated that with the uh, traditional movements, movement therapy. Mm -hmm. Is much uh, different than the old I, I don't want to say old-fashioned physical therapy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, the traditional physical therapy is, I guess, a little bit more passive, laying on the table, kind of, uh, I call it boring at times. Uh, so I was getting kind of bored even myself as a physical therapist doing the passive traditional treatment. So FACTOR, uh, the acronym is Function and Kinetic Treatment While Rehabbing. So we apply using different instruments and therapeutic massage while the patient is functioning and provoking the discomfort or the symptoms or the pain. So again, you got to remember this technique was designed for U.S. Olympic athletes 
And one of the founders was a U.S. Olympic athlete himself, Dr. Tom Hyde, um, who's a chiropractor and still practicing. Um, so basically the concept is to apply the instrument assisted or deep tissue work with the instruments, which allow us to go significantly deeper, um, closer to the joint space, into the joint space, into the tissue, into the meniscus, into even the vertebrae, because our hands are limited and we have to protect our hands as clinicians and providers. Um, so these surgical grade steel tools are, um, a very effective type of technique. Again, actually coming really, really, if we want to give credit back to the Chinese again, um, uh, with Gua Sha, which is a form of Chinese deep tissue scraping technique, again, been around for thousands of years. Um, and it's making a big, big comeback into Western athletes, Western patient population. Um, so that's kind of how I was introduced I to the factor. The, the same contact, uh, concept too as the, the cups is to draw like blood flow to the restricted areas. Absolutely. Uh, again, if we give our body the right blood flow and some of those areas in our lower back, in our neck, um, in our shoulders, the knees, they have very limited and not such a great supple blood supply. So when we do the active treatment, whether it be the cupping or factor or deep tissue work, um, and again, under loads, the concept is we're breaking down the old bad tissue, scar tissue, call it, for lack of a better way of putting it. And then we're having the patient rebuild the new tissue, the new stability around the affected joint. Um, so again, factor was a really career-changing modality or certificate that I took a few years ago. And that's when I started working with uh, Dr. Kim uh, closely. It kind of really goes hand-in-hand -hand with chiropractic adjustment, manipulations. Um, again, many chiropractors. Actually, ironically, there's not that many chiropractors or physical therapists, for that matter, that really do it. Um, I would say one out of 100 are uh, certified and licensed to do factor so you do want to find a, a licensed provider, um, including with the cupping, uh, to just do that because there is obviously a, a clinical aspect to how you apply these techniques. Sure. And then, you know, in, in um, bringing the blood flow to the tissue and like you said, uh, breaking down the uh, old like scar tissues and the old broken up tissues. Um, I know you're pretty natural, so I'm wondering if you also recommend like supplementation, like vitamin C's and things that would re rebuild collagen or increase blood flow or what's your take on that? Yeah, supplements, again, from the natural holistic point of view, myself, for my kids, for my family, firm, firm believers of all the different types of from vitamin C, especially now. Uh, with all the immune system stuff going on and quarantine issues, we're realizing the importance of that. Your traditional medical doctor or MD, um, unfortunately, may not have as much training or recommend it. However, again, as um, you know, we don't believe in take two of these and call me in a month. So uh, I think as physical therapists and chiropractors, we do believe in a lot of supplements because, again, remember we said blood flow. So if the blood is rejuvenated and has those supplements and nutrients in it, um, it's going to be that much more effective. So that's why, again, a lot of patients that are healthy and believe in the power of nutrition and supplementation, um, 
because nothing can replace good nutrition yeah, to begin with. Uh, offer can, like an anti-inflammatory diet, we you know recommend, right? Try to keep people absolutely keep people um, you know fairly healthy inside as, and that's all going to project outward. Also, there the healthier the person is, it seems the healing is much faster. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, again, any other comorbidities from diabetes to being a smoker, uh, let's call them these non-healthy lifestyle habits, um, are going to delay, and if not, all right, stop the healing process in our body. Um, it still would be effective because a lot of our patients, unfortunately, especially in Western civilization and society, do have a lot of comorbidities from blood pressure to cholesterol. So they do still work, obviously, for that type of patient population. Um, and those particular patients, again, the supplementation and vitamins are that much more important from glucosamine chondroitin to vitamin B12, vitamin C. I mean, there's a plethora of various supplements, but you definitely want to check with your you know, local provider, whether it be your chiropractor, your physical therapist, um, or even just nutritionist um, as well. Uh, the two of us both do see a lot of pain patients. I'm just uh, generally curious if you've seen any help with the CBD now that that's a, like a buzzword. Have you noticed any yeah, so like the, Do you feel like it's really effective? I've been hearing just from patients anecdotally. Um, they swear by it from, in particular, I was working in a clinic with chosen osteoarthritis center, a lot of knee arthritis, pre knee replacement type of stuff. So a lot of patients have been applying it for chronic knee stiffness, arthritis topically. Um, you can also take it orally. Um, but yeah, CBD, uh, for whatever reason, um, or however the magic of it works, but it does work. Um, I've seen it personally. I've seen it with my kids. And I've seen it with many, many patients that have tried it. And the beauty, again, of it, going back to supplementation, it's a natural, holistic form. The little bit I understand of it, because um, it is a fairly new buzzword and, and thing, so I don't want to jump into saying, yes, it's the end-all, right. be-all. Um, but it is, again, a, a great natural supplement. It can only help in different reasons uh, for different conditions. One of the main things that I've been reading and researching and seeing a lot of benefits of just CBD alone is sleep quality improvement and anxiety. Um, And again, that's something our society has been suffering and dealing with forever. And again, with the quarantine issue going on, that's something where we can go back to basics and improving our sleep quality and and, um, how important that is. So CBD can help with that as well. But for chronic pain stuff, um, interesting enough to take it down the kind of little rabbit hole, uh, why even, I guess, medical marijuana can potentially be therapeutic. CBD, from what I understand, the, the best way I explain it to myself and patients is it's basically, call it hemp or marijuana, um, with the non-hallucinogenic, non-negative qualities of potential medical marijuana. So... Um, it is legal. It has been legalized now for quite some time. Um, so it is totally safe. And um, there is a lot of different CBD out there. So uh, buyer beware, um, just like any supplements or even food. It's about the quality of uh, the product you're buying as well. Sure. And then just, just on, that, on that note, the way that the CBD does work, just for a little extra knowledge, is we have a cannabinoid process that helps to um, adjust the pain 
our, our own bodies produce our own cannabinoids. And we also have the typical uh, pain pathways, which we've been dealing with for years, right? Which you and I were learned, were mm-hmm. taught to deal with. The cannabinoid pathways have been almost like a taboo thing and not even really well talked about because pot has always been a taboo subject. But technically, our bodies make our own cannabinoids. And if somebody, um, if, if the CBD oil seems to work for somebody, typically it's, it's like they ha- it's because their body is deficient in creating their own cannabinoids. So the way that your body makes its own cannabinoids is it makes it from the fatty acids that you put into your system. So, for example, your, your fish oils. So your body would take your fish oils, and the reason why fish oils are good for inflammatory processes, you know, the, there's now a, a medical-grade one that they sell on TV that helps to lower your cholesterol and bring it down inflammation. That is because the omega itself is anti-inflammatory, but your body can also use some of the oils to make these pain modulators, your own cannabinoids. So that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. So typically when somebody does respond well to it, I'll say to them, you know, that means that you're pretty deficient in your omegas. And um, some people get it and some people don't. And the ones who don't are just like, well, I don't really care. It works. I just want to put it on topically. <laughs> so, so that's just right. a, a little, a little uh, extra knowledge there, which I found pretty interesting when I learned about it. And um, Anyway, mm-hmm. I wanted to go on to uh, another question for you. What do you think is one of the most unnecessary surgeries that can be avoided with um, your type of work? All, All of them. them. Yeah. yeah. I would venture to say I see probably 50% of surgeries that should not be performed um, as per my patients. Um, probably just today alone, I probably saw two, three cases that uh, they outright were emotional and regretted that they went under the knife. And unfortunately, we can't take that back. One surgery is performed. My job as a physical therapist is just to perform the physical therapy. But when we elect to have and consent to these elective surgeries, um, you will want to exhaust. You have to exhaust, I would tell you, as a friend or family member is uh, always exhaust all your natural chiropractic, acupuncture choices, physical therapy choices, supplement choices before you go under. Um, you know, again, it's 50-50 at best um, that I would see surgeries. So as I mentioned with physical therapy or chiropractic or acupuncture, um, it can only help. It can't hurt. Now, if you're still suffering and dealing with whatever neck pain or knee surgery um, or low back herniation, bulging this, Dr. Kim, you've probably seen that your whole career. Um, you know, again, we have seen patients improve and function improve. So what I always tell patients is I treat you, the person in front of me, not your MRI or your x-ray, because if we're treating x-rays and MRIs, then we should all have right, surgery. Right. And I, I know the, the one thing that really <laughs> so, stuck with me when you first started working with me was the meniscus, because even as a chiropractor, I figured at some, sometimes people might need it. And uh, your um, take on that really was a meniscus 
surgery is basically setting someone up for a knee replacement later. Absolutely. Yeah. So the meniscus is a beautiful structure. It's the padding in between our large leg bones. So now we're taking away the root of the tree. And at some point when the next gust of wind hits after our meniscus is surgically fixed, um, the next inevitable thing, and, and doctors say that all the time, unfortunately, to patients, they said, yeah, oh, yeah, meniscus surgery was a success. I'll see you in five years for your knee right. replacement. <laughs> That's basically the last thing they hear from their orthopedic surgeon before we start physical therapy. Um, so again, at what cost do we see this? And unfortunately, it's just over time and research that we see uh, the ramifications of even quote unquote, um, minor surgery, laser surgery. Uh, at the end of the day, it's surgery. And, you know, uh, God probably didn't mean it for us to go and have surgeries. We didn't have surgery thousands of years ago. Um, and again, another good question on that is patients say, well, what if I have another MRI? Is that meniscus going to be cured? This is what I tell people flat out. If you can function and you're having minimal to no pain, don't worry about your quote unquote tear. Whether you have a bulging disc, herniated disc, pinched nerve, again, if you have minimal to no pain and you can manage it every so often with a tune-up with your physical therapist, with your chiropractor, um, great, so be it. Um, let's stay with that. Now, again, if you have tempted X, Y, and Z with a good chiropractor, physical therapist, acupuncturist, because um, that's another thing too, you have to do your homework. Um, you know, being in the field, a lot of times there is high volume required. So with Dr. Kim, um, I've had the pleasure and why I've chose to work with her in the past is uh, we really, really spend time with our patients. Um, so it really takes time to apply these incredible modalities of cupping, uh, factor, um, dry needling, acupuncture. So that's what you want to look for when you're looking for a provider or a chiropractor or a physical therapist is where they're going to schedule you with your appropriate respected right. time. And then I, my last question for you, and this is the question I ask mm -hmm. almost everyone, because this is a podcast about uh, giving your body what it needs to kind of take care of itself. And my question to you is what would you think one of the, or the most important thing is to in to keep your body functioning at its top capacity? Oh, easy one. Uh, I'll give you two for the price of one. Um, sleep, sleep no, number one. Yeah. Um, when we sleep is when we heal, period. Mentally and physically. Um, I was listening to an interesting podcast uh, about the king, LeBron James himself. He's reported to have spent $10 million last year on, on wellness and coaching and chiropractic. And at the end of the two hour podcast, that's exactly what LeBron James said. <laughs> sleep. Yes. It was incredible. He actually said he averages nine to 10 hours on an average Amazing. night, believe it or not. And he says when he's injured, um, he'll skip practice. He'll skip games. He'll skip family time. Um, Cause that's how crucial sleep is. And all of a sudden when we think we're busy adults and, Whatever we got to do, we never have time to give our body a chance to heal. So all these good treatments and supplements, um, if we're not getting that high quality sleep, um, you know, that that's, again, going to be a waste of time. And another free um, thing that you can get water. is water, water, water. Yes. 
Um, just those two tips alone before I even do put my hands on a patient. Uh, I kind of screen that. I, we talk a little bit about it. I find myself talking about that every day, all day. Um, and even trying to somehow instill that in my own life. And it's made a dramatic difference. Uh, unfortunately, not keeping up with it every day as much as I should, but um, has made a tremendous improvement in energy, um, emotions, anxiety, and um, just overall quality of life. Fantastic. Well, that's it. That's all the questions I have for you today. Yeah, thanks for your time. I appreciate it and look forward to uh, future podcasts and um, talks. All right, good. Stay healthy. Thanks, you too, Dr. Ken. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, you too. You have just listened to Naturally You with your host, Dr. Kimberly Carlucci, and our guest, Dr. Nick Kuzminovsky of East to West Rejuvenation. Thank you.